Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Money Stepper Q&A podcast, question 28. Is a £20,000 deposit enough to buy a house? Today's question comes from Tom. He asks, I'm 22, living at home with my parents, looking to move out sometime next year. I'm looking to buy a flat within my local area. All are at least £180,000. I have £20,000 saved up at the minute and I'm on a £30,000 salary. It seems that without help to buy, I won't be able to get a mortgage to cover the 90% as banks generally lend mortgage values at about four and a half times the salary, four and a half times times my 30k plus 20k would be 155,000 pounds of the value of the house I could buy. Checking numerous mortgage calculators, the most the bank seems to be able to loan me is actually around 130. So what are the solutions other than help to buy or shared ownership? How can I buy a house now? Well, thanks for your question, Tom. This is quite a common question that we've received at Money Stepper since starting the Q&A podcast. We've actually already had two similar questions and I'd recommend you check out the show notes for those at question 2 and question 17. I think the fact we've had these questions quite clearly illustrates how desperate everyone is to get on the housing ladder, mainly because that's what's drilled into people from a very young age as the right thing to do. Now mathematically, I'm very aware that owning a home is better in the long term than renting a house. And it's a good reason for people to try and buy their own home. But my advice to you, Tom, the age of 22, and my advice for thousands of people like you is slow down. Buying a house isn't a decision you should rush into. It's something you really, really need to contemplate hard. And you need to be financially, socially and personally secure enough to be able to survive that move into home ownership. I'm going to give you 10 reasons. Yep, 10 reasons why you shouldn't be buying today. Number one, in the short term, renting can be painful. However, it's a lot less painful than getting on that housing ladder, reaching the top and then realising you didn't have the right financial foundations and then falling off. Falling from the top of the housing ladder is much more painful than not getting on it at all. Number two, at 22 years old, your social and personal situation probably isn't that stable. You may end up leaving the area you're currently in for work or maybe for love. If you sell in the next three to five years, due to estate agents' fees, legal fees and stamp duty, renting may actually work out cheaper over that period than buying. Number three, you have no experience of living away from your parents' home. Would you put all of your money into something else that you've got absolutely no experience in? I hope not. Number four, outside of the £20,000 in savings, what other savings do you have? Because you've mentioned that figure, I'm guessing as a 22-year-old you have very little other savings. So what then happens if you have an emergency just after buying the house and you need some money? Point five, affordability criteria are there for a reason. If you're asking for ways around the affordability criteria, that's not a good sign because 
it means you can't afford the house. The bank wants to lend you as much money as they can because the more they can lend you, as long as you repay, the more money they make. So if they're saying you can't afford it, then you probably can't afford it. Personally, I think affordability should be capped at two, maybe three times your salary, uh, but it should also factor in your current net worth, which it doesn't at the minute. Point six, what about diversification? If you put this 10% deposit down in the house, so you put down 20k on a 200 grand house, you've effectively got 1,000% of your net worth invested in one single property. Now, from a diversification standpoint, that's a disaster. If you were thinking about investing in the stock market, we say that you should invest in a whole of market ETF because by investing in, say, 5, 10, 20 shares, you'll be under-diversified. Well, rather than doing that, you're actually putting it all in one property. And you're not putting everything you've got, you're putting 10 times everything you've got into this property. Not a good idea. What happens if the housing market falls 40% in the next year, like it did in 2008? So you've bought this house for £200,000 with a 10% deposit. After the housing market crash, your house is only worth £120,000, but you still owe about £180k on the mortgage. What happens if you need to sell? Well, you can't. Unless you can find £60,000 out of thin air to repay on your mortgage, then you won't be able to sell. And if you need to move for work, that puts you in a pretty bad situation. Point seven. Think about other costs. You've got 20k saved up, but on a £200,000 house, your stamp duty alone will be £1,500, and then you'll have legal fees to pay, you'll have mortgage arrangement fees, you'll have all the land registry searches and surveys. There's lots of costs related to buying a house, and you need savings for those as well as for the deposit. Then when you move in, well, you'll need furniture, you'll need new sofas, a new bed, or new kitchen, utensils, new crockery, new, new pots and pans, absolutely everything. You need a bit of money for that put aside. You probably need to redecorate when you move in as well. And all of this requires money saved up. Point eight. Go and get some real life experience first. At the moment, you can keep living with your parents to save up more money. But equally, you could move out and you could live by yourself for a while, pay rent, or perhaps live in a flat share with other people. Financially, the best option may be to stay with your parents, but socially and from a personal development standpoint, it might be good for you to get out there and rent a while before you consider buying. Point nine, you're 22 years old, Tom. Don't be in such a rush. The average age of a first-time buyer in the UK is currently 36 years old, and it is for a reason. Finally, point ten, the mortgage repayments you make themselves could be pretty tight. At first, they may seem affordable, But even then, as a 22-year-old with such a big loan to value, you'll have to cut back on a lot of things you enjoy in life. Then, what happens if your income falls or if your interest rates go up? You'll be in a lot of trouble in this scenario. So, I hope these 10 reasons have convinced you to put your foot on the brake a little. As I've said earlier in this podcast, and I'll say on many occasions, getting on the housing ladder is great, but falling from the top of the housing ladder because you haven't got steady financial foundations is really going to hurt. If you've got any advice for Tom, if you've been in a similar situation where you were looking to save for a deposit but you found it tricky and you found it tricky to meet the mortgage affordability criteria, anything related to that, then get in touch. Leave a comment in the show notes, moneystepper.com forward slash question 28 and let me know what you think. We'll be back with you on Wednesday when we'll be answering another question about property and about buying, this time someone who wants to know 
about saving in a help to buy ISA. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good couple of days. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.